Ladies and gentlemen, brand new podcast and shit's going down. Isla Grace is starting jujitsu right now. She is right there. Good luck, baby. I'm going to still beat the shit out of you. All right. We got a great podcast today. Uh, uh, oh, hey, uh, this weekend, uh, next, this weekend's my birthday. Wish me happy birthday and watch the trailer to my, my movie, The Machine. The teaser is out right now. It's on Twitter. It's on my Twitter. It's the last thing I posted. Uh, I, I leaked it on Rogan the other night and people are enjoying it. I appreciate all the kind words. If you love me, share it, tell your friends, show it at a party this weekend, get everyone excited for this movie. Let's get this movie out. Let's get it in theaters. Let's get it released. I am ready. The machine. It's been a while in the making. Let's get this thing going. Uh, that's my birthday tomorrow. If you're listening to this right now, I'm turning 50. I'm partying this weekend. I will see you next weekend in Billings, Montana, Duluth, Minnesota. Where else, Pete? Bismarck, North Dakota, Fargo, Des Moines, and Fort Wayne, Indiana. And then Duluth, Minnesota. Madison sold out already. We're doing the club there. And uh, and then my special. Listen, if you're in Omaha, we are adding tickets to my special. Uh, we are just, all we're doing is making room for cameras. We're going to get them set up. We'll add tickets. Probably the week of, we'll add tickets. I'm sure I'll call into Todd and Tyler and let you know. Without further ado, adieu. Today's guest, my friend Fortune Feimster. Fortune has a new special on YouTube. Nope. It's on, oh my God, everyone's on YouTube these days. It's on Netflix. <laughs> Gangster. It's called Good Fortune. She is awesome. She is one of my one of my closest friends in comedy. I love her to death. And, and, I, and I know you love her too. Go support her. Watch her new special, Good Fortune, on Netflix. Without further ado, my friend, stand-up comedian, Fortune Themester. This is Do You feel like you're torn too much? I don't know. Like here's because like how much how often do you tour? This one was like a year and a half. Straight year and a half. Yeah. How many how many weeks off in between shows? Uh, I took I took three months off in the middle of it because I filmed in Toronto for five months. Are you the most low key successful comedian in the country? <laughs> like, are you the most on the DL? You are the most successful comic, and no. you don't promote it. No. You don't talk about it. How many movies were you in this year? Uh, movies. How many no. TV shows and movies? Well, I, many... did, I did this big Arnold Schwarzenegger TV Oh, okay, show. okay. <laughs> I mean, come on. You really have, you are like, who's your manager? I I'm not the, Is it's it like, Judy now. Oh. Did you not know that? No, I didn't know you came with Judy. That's yeah, great. with Judy and Adam, who was my stand-up yeah. agent now. He's had, he's had a lot of gangsters. Yeah. yeah uh, he works with Big J. I think so, yeah. Genovese? Mm -hmm. What a great Genovisian. Genovisian. Yeah. Oh, so that's like uh Is that a Is that Armenian? Oh, okay. Oh, is this um, are we going? Oh yeah, we're going. Okay. We're going. Yeah. <laughs> uh Genovisian. Yeah. Genovisian. So, Genovisian. So I'm with your gal now. What's Arnold Schwarzenegger like? Amazing. Yeah. You would love him. Was he like was like, he was you, he everything you want him to be? Yes. You I'm telling you, Bert, you would love him really and love hanging out with him he's so fun and has a million stories really 
he's that guy that's like shaking hands, meeting everybody, telling jokes, very charming. Smoking cigars? C- cigars every day. Really? Yeah. Just every day. Every oh, did, was he? Yeah. Is he in good shape still? Yeah. He's, what? He's what? He's got to be seventy-two, right? Seventy-five, I think. Uh, and just yeah, jacked. And what was that? What was the movie? Can you talk about the movie yet? Uh, it's a TV. It's his first ever TV series. What? Yeah, and it's for Netflix. This big action series by the guy that created the Reacher show on Amazon. Uh, uh, okay, Nick the Reacher Santora. show. The rich have you. So I got into a deep dive on the Reacher series, the TV show. Uh-huh. Yeah. First of all, the guy, the lead is a stud. Yeah. He's a stud. He is. And Alan. I got, I got this. The one I saw was when they came in to punk his roommate in the prison. <laughs> Did you see that? No, I didn't see that. They, these dudes came in. They're like, yeah. yo, give me your glasses. And the guy's like, okay. And gives them his glasses. <laughs> and then the guy comes out. It's such a badass series. Yeah. And I thought to myself, there's certain series like, like, James Bond uh, wasn't the the smash hit that we thought it was. The series, uh-huh. the books were good. Yeah. I'm just listening to this on some history podcast. <laughs> but, like, you look at the Reacher series, the uh-huh. Reacher series was, like, a smash hit. Yeah. It's, like, The Firm or, or like, you know, uh, or uh, the what's the ones that happens in the Vatican and the weird guy, bald guy cuts his leg? Oh, you know the Dan Brown move books? Yeah, but I can't think of the I can't think of the name. But like, they're such a big hit that Tom yeah. Cruise did them. Yeah, have you done a movie with Tom Cruise? I have not. Do no. you want to? I would. Yeah. Would you? Would you? Have you ever thought about switching over to Scientology? No, I have not. <laughs> My co-star on this series was in the Top Gun movie. She played Phoenix. Who's Phoenix? Uh, the f- only female fighter the, pilot. Oh, oh, yeah. for real? Yeah, she's awesome. So this series is gonna be great. What's the name of the series? It, uh, I don't know. They keep they keep call, we we called it Utah, which is Untitled Arnold Project. So the official name is Where still being figured out. Uh, in Toronto, five months. Five months in Toronto. Yeah, and they shot every episode like a big movie it was crazy i was doing all this action stuff for real yeah oh, i can't i wait. keep telling arnold i'm an action star <laughs> <laughs> so he posted about my special and called me an action hero really <laughs> i mean really honestly who's doing it bigger than you and not bragging about it i mean I, I, you never... there are so many comics doing it bigger than me name one I, and don't say you, Kevin Hart. And don't say, no, 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 no. You yes. can't say Kevin Hart. You let's let's, let's legit work it down. You're doing bigger stuff than Segura. Than no, me. I'm you're not doing, at you're doing all. action series. You're doing movies. You're always doing, in a movie. I'm just doing different stuff. But like you guys are selling out like thousands and theaters. thousands you're of tickets. You're doing theater same as us. You're yeah, doing theaters. but it's I. I'm just lucky that I'm doing a bunch of different things. That's why you're so successful. That you go. I'm just lucky. <laughs> You know, there's some people that go, they deserve it. They think they Oh, yeah, there's it. plenty of people out here that say that. <laughs> but it's cool because I love stand-up so much. And I yeah. love touring. I tour a lot. But it's it was really nice to, like, take this minute and then do this really cool series. I'd never yeah. done action stuff before. I did not think anyone in a million years would ask me to be a part of an action series. And if they did... I thought it would be like the, you know, data person. Yeah. Try it now. <laughs> yeah. yeah was it? Your yeah. coordinates are. Yeah. <laughs> and no, I was like shooting weapons and army crawling. And really? Explosions Did everywhere. Did you have to do through like any like, because I know that I know that when you do any type of 
activity they go you through like stunt fighting and it's kind of extensive i thought we would but we <laughs> didn't i had to like assemble guns and stuff but they taught me like 10 minutes before are you serious yeah so i'm just like i'm just glad that my brain could compute it and figure it out quickly and i had you know shot before so i yeah. was familiar with that but yeah it was all like on the fly for real yeah, but I can't wait for people to see so it. So did you shoot your special before this or after this? During it. Yeah, I, well, because I had been touring, like, hardcore. Like, this was this tour was, like, 165 shows, maybe, 100 cities. Really? And then I told, I told the creator, I was like, I really want to do this series, but I have such momentum with this. I've been touring, like, an insane amount. Uh, you know, can is there a path to, like, shoot this? um during the C the tv show so i'm not like off the road for five months and yeah. then dusting the cobwebs off so they let me uh they let me still tour for like two months the first two months so like here's the thing that impresses me about you when you t when you like the, there's a there's a vein of stand-up i hope this makes sense but there's a vein of stand-up of like of like the right i'm gonna use the wrong word because they're my friends uh-huh but like salty stand-ups like you gotta <laughs> grind you gotta be in the clubs every night you yeah. gotta like you gotta fucking what's your process to write what's your right what's your thing like it, the like, pure like kind of the purest like of rogan and burn yeah. those types of guys where it's like you know get on stage grind punch your cup yeah. you know like and then you've got people like you that really like feel like they bring the joy to stand up like you're not you're not yeah you're you're not up there trying to light people up and i'm not saying that they are obviously right, right. they're my friends i don't right, i don't yeah. but like but like you're not trying to light people up you're just trying to bring the joy to it and and whereas i know like i'll use schultz too because like they're all friends of mine but like mm -hmm. i know their process right. to writing material it's like getting a take you know yeah exploring a take mm -hmm. um i know i have a different a little slightly different approach but what's yeah. your approach to writing material well, I think with my first special, I really like leaned into the storytelling yeah. of stand up and I liked it. I was like, oh, I like how this feels. This feels very authentic to it, me. It feels good. It feels. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not I'm not really a set up punchline person, but I not feel like either. stand up's kind of gearing away from that anyway a little bit. Don't you like it seems like stand up's becoming more personal where people are sharing more of who they who they are. So for me, I just sit down on my computer and I'm like, what is a funny thing that happened in my life, like be it current or the past or with my family? And I just start writing it out because I'm a writer and I can't just get up on stage and be like, I'm just going to I so make you, you stuff write up. It out long yeah, time. I write it up. I write it out and then I add stuff on stage and yeah. play with it. But I need to know where I'm going. Like and I also like the narrative of of things. So in both specials now there's a beginning middle and end it has like you're following a path oh, really? and it comes around oh, like i try to write it like good. a book mine's not that good yours <laughs> is perfect <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but everybody does their own thing you know yeah, everybody's yeah. kind of finding what works for them and i think you know your audience is either into that or or the people aren't into it but the people that like you like what you do you know
Yeah. And yeah. so that's what I focus on. Did you feel like when you when we did Fully Loaded, what did you think of the crowd there? <laughs> that was so fun. It was a fucking blast, that was really wasn't fun. it? That was a lot of fun. It was I was great. in I was filming in Toronto. I drove from Toronto to go do that. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh wow. You but were I, in the thick of it. But I really wanted to go out there and do it. Your fans are so fun. It just felt like a big party. I think that's what uh that that's what it should feel like, mm-hmm. you know? Like it I don't know. I, I've never really. I don't put too much thought into anything. <laughs> into anything. Anything. Like I, I think. I. My, I think of applicable things. Mm-hmm. I have a Warren Buffett look on life. Mm-hmm. I want to touch it. I want to feel it. I want to. I want to feel it. Like yeah. I want. Like I want to feel everything. That's why I have sobriety's been so tough on me. I'm having a hard time feeling things. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Because it's all of October, right? So yeah. October. We're almost done. And now. And now I feel my best. It always happens the very last week uh-huh. that I feel absolutely spectacular. Well, your body's detoxing. <laughs> I, know. I wish I could. But do you're it. gonna drink like day one. Day one, we're, yeah, really? Yeah, we're going to Austin. Yeah. Oh, Joe. yeah. But what do you mean, like you're having a hard time feeling things? What does that mean, like emotionally? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like I, I do this a lot. You're not letting it like penetrate. I don't know. I think I've, <laughs> I've, I think I'm a more intense person. Yeah. When I'm drinking, I feel I get, I have, I don't know. I let my, I let my fluids go, you know, huh. like I, I, I don't know. So when you're drinking, you are feel like you're more in touch with that thing. I'm more in touch with emotion. Okay. I think, but a lot of that emotion is anxiety. Oh, yeah. I've, I've had no anxiety for this entire month. I've had zero anxiety this entire month. You don't strike me as someone who has anxiety. Oh, my God. <laughs> you, you're full of anxiety. But like with what world. parts? Like all of it. At, all, all of life? Right now. Right yeah. now. If I was drinking, mm-hmm. I would probably be drinking today. Okay. Uh, because I have a flight tonight at 11 and into Minnesota and mm-hmm. I'm ner- and I'd be nervous about it. I'm not nervous about it. And I'm not mm-hmm. nervous knowing I, I can't drink on the flight i'm not nervous about that i, yeah. I kind of I, this sounds really silly but i've just lined up two episodes of game of dragons or mm-hmm. whatever that is oh yeah mm-hmm. uh house of dragons i know that's two hours i have a couple history podcasts i can listen to it take off i'll do the calm app and see if that puts me to sleep right and then if i wake up i know that the flight won't be more than like three and a half hours into minnesota yeah, right that's not bad yeah it's not bad and so yeah. i can sleep a little bit on the flight and then and then uh but you don't like flying i don't like flying i have really bad at flight anxiety i see and so um but i i noticed that i'm just like right now i feel good like last night i got on the treadmill and i had a good workout and i mm-hmm. yesterday i was on the treadmill and i had a great workout yeah and i'm i'm firing hot where it's like on stage i've never i've never been more in touch with my with my creativity oh interesting um but uh you're like but i like a drink it's crazy it's crazy <laughs> it's, it's that i don't know if i'm happier or not you don't drink much do you i mean i drink but i'm not like a, a lush like what is that like what was it what is a drinking like a couple old fashions or so a week and then do you feel like do you feel a buzz um sometimes but i don't drink to get drunk i I genuinely like the taste of an old-fashioned really yeah and like if i if we're going to dinner or something i'll order one but i don't need like four like okay so like so but do you smoke weed (laughs) not a lot no but you've you've done edibles yeah yeah i remember i watched you with uh chelsea Chelsea, yeah yeah. (laughs) and so like do you you, do you like the feeling of getting out of control a little bit no i don't i i don't i i'm sure that's some sort of thing but i like knowing I like being in control and not letting myself go 
uh, haywire. Really? And not because I think because I growing up, I had to be the responsible one. Really? I had to be the one that kind of took care of everybody and make sure everybody was okay. So it's hard for me to flip out of that. I'm uh-huh. I'm always like, well, you know, I'll drive, I'll get us there, I'll do this, you know, I'll make sure everybody's where they need to be. I'm like, I was like a little grown up, even though I have this like silly, crazy personality. I yeah. still was like uber responsible. Do you have drink coffee? I love coffee. I love coffee. Oh, I love coffee. And then, by the way, that's one of the things I can't have when I'm drinking. Really? Yeah, because my anxiety goes out of control. Oh yeah. yeah but I, I love it. Love. It's what I like look forward to at night, knowing that in the morning I get to drink coffee. Can I tell I, you? I try to keep it to the morning. I have. I had. Uh, I've been really treating myself with coffee lately, mm-hmm. and um, I I've been double dipping. So I do like a hot <laughs> cup of I do a really big hot cup of coffee, yeah, and I enjoy it. And then when it starts to get too cold, I put it to the side, and oh, then I do an iced coffee. Put that ice yeah, in there, and then yeah. I, and, and so today, I, today I've had two cups of coffee, yeah. But there's nothing better. There's I'll tell you, there's nothing actually better than like a salted caramel frappuccino i mean yeah those are pretty tasty I'm, i had to like cut all that stuff out because when i was trying to lose weight i you look great by the way well thank you i'm i'm down like a, a quite a bit of weight because for that show i was i didn't want to be like the fat ass running around chasing arnold you know <laughs> by the way when i got ready for my movie they're like you're not losing weight are you and i was like i was going to oh that's and they're nice. like, nah that's not who we hired put it back on fatty and i was like no okay yeah i mean no one asked me to but I was like, I'm about to be filming every scene with like the guy, you know, uh, the world's most famous bodybuilder. Me and you had a fitting the day after each other. Mm-hmm. Oh, we did. Yeah, I was doing a fitting, uh-huh. and I said, uh, "Oh, that's right for the pi- those pictures." Yeah. yeah. And I and I, she was like, "I just did fortune yesterday." Uh-huh. I said, "No way." Yeah. And then I was like, "Wait, what's she getting?" She was, "I don't, I don't think she told me." I was getting, I'm getting a suit. I don't yeah. ever own a suit. Oh, you haven't? No. Yeah. I've never owned a suit. I don't really care to own a suit, right. but I have to go to some event on the 18th of November. Yeah, and I have to wear a suit, and so Leanne's getting me a suit. But I'm that'd be nice. Yeah, but I don't. You need one suit. Don't you? Don't need a tie. Why, keep why a, can't I be like keep this like Phil Spector and just wear <laughs> yeah, whatever? Be like f- Phil Spector. <laughs> that, <laughs> that's Phil who Spector. you should aspire to be. <laughs> I just was trying to think that's of the an one eccentric. guy you can think <laughs> with a suit. I, think of. I was trying to think of eccentric. Like, and then I thought of his hair, and I was like, Phil Spector. I didn't even like Phil Spector. Like, Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp's a bad one, too. He doesn't wear a suit. No, I don't. I've never worn a suit. You need new heroes. God, man, he did not age well in prison. Oh, no. Well, see, he had to wear a suit in prison. I mean, uh, in the courtroom. Look at that. That, That's not Did he? Is he still alive, or did he? He's dead. He's got to be dead. And by the way, I don't. Let's just—he's dead to us. But you're saying you want to be, uh, well, there's like people Jimmy that are, Buffett. J- Jimmy Buffett, you like him? Type in Jimmy Buffett in a suit. I love. Hold on. Did you just ask if I like Jimmy Buffett? No, no, no. I know you love Jimmy Buffett. I said I know you like Jimmy. Buffett. I love Jimmy That's Buffett. That's your dude. I, I love, love him Jimmy too. Buffett. I mean, growing I, up in the South, that was like the thing to do was go to his concert. See, there well, he is he in, a suit, in a suit, but mostly he's in a Hawaiian shirt. Yeah. Or or Tommy Bahama or something like that. I just love. But he wears. Look, he's gone to the Vanity Fair party. He had I a to, bow tie to, on. There he is with Michael Douglas. And, you can wear a suit and not and, and no tie Un, and leave this unbuttoned. This uh, button up here. Leave it unbuttoned. That's yeah. like the casual t- uh, suit look. I hope they're comfortable. 
I mean, this just seems like a silly yeah, outfit. I guess, but you'll look nice. I'm sure. Do you have the suit? Have you tried it on? No, I I, I got fitted <laughs> oh, for it. Just burp into the microphone. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I just had ramen. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> it's funny that uh like in uh gender fluidity is really like taken mm-hmm. taking a hold of like high schools oh really well i, well, I don't I, know I should, a lot of young, I should young really, people i should phrase that and say i have noticed it more uh-huh. in my daughter's high school because they're an all-girls catholic high school right so maybe I I wouldn't know if maybe the numbers are higher there, yeah. but there's a lot like any girl who's not non-binary or, yeah. or lesbian or I don't even know how to qualify people anymore. Right. Really, what I I don't even know what the the exact term. I don't think anyone's calling themselves lesbians anymore. I mean, I'm so old school. I call myself that, but yeah. I <laughs> probably not the best one to ask. I don't know either. <laughs> I'm like I'm a lesbian. <laughs> I like the old school lesbian. Lesbian is like old school. It does sound like a like something you would have discovered on an island. Oh shit! It's filled with lesbians. (laughs) That's a fun island right there. I I I I think I'm I'm gonna say this, and I hope I'm not I don't not not afraid of getting in trouble, but it sounds aggressive. Mm -hmm. I think they identify as queer. Okay. Yeah, is I think that, I think that is a yeah. Th- that was a slur when I was a kid, so I don't yes. like saying the word. Yes, yeah, same. Because it doesn't sound like it doesn't sound like a. It does. It's just it. I, it has a bad trigger in my head. Well, yeah, because you used to have people yell out the window, "Hey, you fucking queer!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think it's sort of that reclaiming. The last the time word, I heard you know? that, the last time I heard that, I was at the comic and we were walking down Melrose and someone yelled out that to us, and yeah. I thought. I thought, who the fuck? That was 19. No, that was probably 1999. Okay. Yeah. That's a long time ago. But but anyway, my point is all the a lot of the girls uh wear suits. Oh, interesting. And it's fo- so funny. I, yeah. I, I mean this wholeheartedly. I don't even mean this as a joke, but if uh-huh. you could be not if I could have been non-binary and, and just worn whatever clothes I would have worn. I would have definitely worn a dress. I would. You would have. I would love to wear dresses for real. I would. I because I would hate to wear dresses. I love. Dresses. I hated them. What's, it's so funny is that I love dresses. You do, well because you like the the no underwear. No, I would, I would wear no underwear. Who's no I would underwear. no underwear. I would wear like a muumu type dress. Oh, you want like a old want, lady dress? Yeah, I want a dress. Well, I guess it's because I'm fat. I just want a dress. You're like, I'm not talking about like a slut dress. <laughs> I'm not gonna look cute. <laughs> Your dong's hanging out the bottom. I guess, I guess, not a shirt. As dress. I walk, you just see the front of the dress go like this. <laughs> I'm like, dude, put on some drawers. <laughs> I would, I would be. You're in a mumu. I'm. So, I, I'm you not even wear joking. Now. More, more times than not, I've walked into a store mm-hmm. and looked at women's clothes, and someone <laughs> said, "That's the women's section." More times than not, and I've done it with socks. I've bought women's socks. Yeah. I've bought because I, I have uh, tactile your, issues for your dainty feet. So I bought women's socks in uh, in like a Brooks Brothers type okay. place where they had these thin sheer socks, and I went, "Oh hell yeah, yeah!" And I and they were like polka dot, yeah, and they were like a little high, and I was like, "Oh, these are what I want," and I grabbed a oh. few pair and uh-huh. I put them up, and they're like, "Oh." Are these are these for you? And I said, yeah, yeah. And they're like, these are women's socks. And I'm uh-huh. like, you're, you're like, like double XL. You're like, but I want them. <laughs> yeah, but I want them. They were they were super. You thin. like the thin socks. I like thin socks. I like the little meat on the bones of the socks. 
I don't like that the crazy. big wool ones, but oh, I can't. I yeah. can't. I have I have a hardcore tactile issue, so yeah. like I only wear one type of shirt. Uh-huh. I, I very seldomly wear underwear. I have a certain type of running pants I have to wear <laughs> to like, keep everything in place. Like no, yeah, I've I've really like I, when now I, does that mean you don't like the feeling of the things touching your body? I don't like yeah, I don't like things touching my body. Yeah, if so I you, could, I so just you free ball pretty often right now. All right, like, all the time. Okay, all the time. Um, jeans, like people say to me, how can you wear jeans with no underwear? And I just don't notice it. Yeah. I've actually, I do, not only do I not notice it, I don't even think about it. Uh-huh. It's not even a thought in me. I just, I, but, but to put on a pair of boxers. Yeah. You don't like that feeling. Under jeans makes such little sense to me. Mm-hmm. That's almost like tucking your, it would make more sense to tuck your jeans into your shoes. Interesting. Like huh. I just don't. Yeah. I don't know. I I guess it's just so part of the routine, you know? Yeah. That she put the underwear on. I would think with dudes it's like trying to keep trying to keep the stuff from flopping around. Yeah. That's how much I know about wieners. <laughs> don't they just flop around? I mean like it'll hit your knee, yeah. your chest. <laughs> if you're not if you run, it'll hit you in the face. You gotta I don't, have a, so I don't have a lot of swing there, fortune. <laughs> I don't have to worry that much. <laughs> Don't you worry, it'll hit your knee. Can I tell you, Isla sent this fucking, Isla sent me this video the other day, and I was like, oh, it's in our fucking Instagram. She sent a video of me of a dude jumping, doing jump rope, Uh not wearing underwear. That's big on TikTok right now. But you saw the same video? I feel like every time I go, I don't know how this is in my feed, but every time I go on TikTok, it's dudes bouncing around with their dicks. (laughs) I'm like, I don't think I'm the target audience, but the algorithm I, is keep. I I can't. They're jump roping. They're like, just walking around. But there's some. They're like uh, jiggling the stuff. It's the thing. I I feel like it's one of the trends. Look I don't at know. this. Look at this. I probably she, saw she this. She just sent this to me. Yeah, I didn't see that one, but that's what guys are doing. I go, Isla. Why would you send that to me? I'm doing that video today. She's like, it's I'm like doing you that did. Video today. Yeah, you should. Can you still do it? Is that still a thing? What the like? Put that up and then you do it side by side. I'm not good at. I'm not good at. Uh, I don't the know. Trends on. I'm not social either. Media. Guys hate going to the doctor. I hate going to the doctor. I sometimes, I realize going to the doctor is what's necessary, but I, I just I want to avoid it. I feel like you're gonna walk in for one reason, and then you're gonna be there forever, and they're gonna tell you nine different things. It's really simple why I hate going to the doctors and most men Rex MD makes getting generic and branded Viagra or Cialis easy. Everything's online, even prescriptions and they deliver to your door. No office visits, no talking to a receptionist. Super simple. Did you know that Viagra costs roughly $90 a pill, but Rex MD has generic Viagra for as low as $2 a pill. All you got to do Fill out a quick medical questionnaire on their website. Doctors going to review your situation and prescribe you generic Viagra if appropriate. Ship directly to your door, free in two-day shipping. It's simple, it's fast, and cheap. And you can access your U.S.-licensed Rex MD physician anytime you need afterwards. They have helped over 300,000 guys get generic Viagra quickly and conveniently. Rex MD just works, and it works the very first night. Starter packs of generic Viagra or Cialis are now available for our viewers, but you've got to go to rexmd.com slash bird to get started. That's rexmd.com slash bird. Go to rexmd.com slash bird today to get started with a starter pack 
prescription of generic Viagra or Cialis. All orders come with free two-day shipping. RexMD, the authority in men's health. Sober October is complete. And I know I've said it before, but I've never been closer to being in shape. And Whoop is helping me get there. Guys, my Sober October data is crazy. My recovery, oh, I have it pulled up on my Instagram. If you're interested, it's right here, but I have it written right here. My recovery improved by over 19%. That is astronomical. My HRV, my heart rate variability, improved by 39%, which is insane. My resting heart rate dropped by over 11% as well. That is data all for my whoop. This thing is the best wearable fitness tracker you can find on the market. And I've done the research. I've watched the videos on YouTube. I'm telling you right now that this thing is on my wrist all the time. The battery slides very seamlessly on here. If you need to charge it, you don't have to take it off your wrist. It never goes anywhere. Every morning when I wake up, the first thing I do is check my recovery. It has been in the green for so long lately, not on the tour bus, but normally. I wish I had a tour bus setting on Whoop. Uh, the next thing I do is when I go to the gym, I go to my strain coach. Based on my recovery, it tells me how hard I can work out. I'm telling you right now, it is uh, it is super helpful for me, even when I am drinking. It's nice to have a device on my wrist that knows me better than I know myself. And if anything, I'm going to be comparing my data in November to my data right now. You know I will. I just don't want those numbers to drop too much. Uh, uh, I'm sticking with this fitness journey. I just talked to Rogan today. We are going to figure out something to do to hold ourselves accountable. I will be tracking all this data on my Whoop. I will be posting my calories burned only on my Whoop. I found that calories burned are stricter throughout your Whoop, and it gives you a more accurate depiction of not just your heart rate, but calories you are burning to lose fat. That's what I love about this Whoop. If you've been looking to start focusing on your health, I cannot recommend Whoop enough. It'll give you the information about your body, and like me, you can literally see the impact and the progress you're making each day. Go to whoop.com, that's W-H-O-O-P.com, and use code BERT to save 10% off your order. Today, if you've already purchased, you can join the team with the code C-O-M-M dash the number two bears. Do you ever get negative comments? Oh, yeah. I mean, really? Everybody does. What you do? Of course. I mean, you can't that? exist in the world and be in entertainment and not get negative comments. Do you comments. pay attention to them? Not really. I try not to. Do you read comments? Sometimes. That's interesting. Everyone yeah. says they don't. and But the people that genuinely don't read comments never talk about it. But I feel like if you to never see anything, you just have to not be on social media. It's yeah. impossible to like never see it. It's, I have... I don't, I, I will, I, I look at like, I'll do this, this, I, I look at the comments the same way I look at the scales. And like uh -huh. when I stand on the scale, I, put, I hold my, I hold onto the wall and then I stand on the scale and I'll yeah. look at it and I'll go, Ooh, 134 holding onto the wall. That's uh -huh. not that bad. It's gotta be in the one forties. Yeah. And then I get off. Like uh -huh. I, I'm, I'm not going to look at it and let right, it ruin right. my day. Yeah. I, yeah. So I kind of scan things. I don't go, I tell my wife like, cause she'll read things and I go, Oh, Leanne reads everything. Yeah. And so, and, and I purposely don't read cause, cause if you're looking for the positive, you're also going to see the negative. They and, go and, hand and if you hand. want the positive, then you got to appreciate the negative. Yeah. And so I don't, I, I'll scan things, but I don't go looking for it. But my wife will be like, so-and-so said i'm like no why would you do that yeah why would you that. tell me i don't need to know yeah, that Yeah, but she's but hers is more of like oh this person and i go and then i have to go what did they say it's just part of the nature of online these yeah, days I, I i don't i go 
like uh, today i posted uh i posted a video sometimes i'll go like this uh, uh let's see so yesterday i posted a video announcing my tops off world tour yeah this is the new one this is the new one when does it start january 2023 oh, starts nice. in oslo really yeah, doing starting with europe and then um and then i'm doing like tempe or uh, yeah. uh T boston mm -hmm. uh tampa i'm doing a bunch of big shows and so Tops i posted off. this i posted this video right oh yeah and so i went like i'll do this with comments like mm -hmm. so sometimes comments won't load okay but you want, you're curious how many people comment because and that's a good litmus on it how the video is doing yeah so i'll tap comments and then i'll wait till it loads and then i'll look at the first one oh, so yeah. sick, looks so good oh thanks poopies <laughs> and so like i'll read the first one because that's usually a yeah. positive one i go oh good good yeah good. Then you feel good but if it. i don't deep dive into them yeah don't deep dive like shane gillis deep dives into them oh really Mark norman deep dives into i don't want to i i want to enjoy my life you know and what here's I mean? the other thing is like i i don't mean this i don't mean this um exonerating anyone who leaves hateful comments online like mm -hmm. if, I've, I've looked inside i don't know if you've ever looked inside chelsea's comments Oh uh, no! And there are people legit. No. There are Nazis in her comments. Oh really? I mean, there are people that support Nazis in her comments. Oh wow! Yeah. Like I've, she just posted one about being Jewish or something. Oh gotcha. And so, uh, and so, that's a good point. Don't let me forget that. Um, but what was I saying? You're talking about comments and people doing deep dives, and you'll. I I I I don't mean to exonerate anyone who leaves shitty comments, uh -huh. but I get it. Uh -huh. Like I get it, I understand it. Like you're why, trying to be why funny. Do that? You're trying to be funny, and and you're and you don't think they're gonna see it. Uh -huh. I've said crazy things on podcasts that I I didn't think anyone was gonna hear. Yeah. And then you go online, you're like, oh shit, Dax Shepard follows me. Oh really? Like you're like, fuck, I like Dax Shepard. Yeah. Why would I ever say anything? Right. Like I really genuinely like Dax Shepard. I yeah. loved him on Punked. Yeah. I've, every movie he's been in, I've always gotten a kick out of the guy. Why would I ever mm -hmm. like? be on a podcast and say something crazy right because you just turn just, just talking shit right and and i think sometimes that's what people do there are hateful people online yeah. there are hateful people online pe obviously unhappy people, yeah unhappy yeah. but like yeah. even still i also get that this world's a pretty sad place it's not fair i, I was telling a story to someone the other day i was it was namesh it was mm -hmm. namesh patel mm -hmm. was it namesh um and uh i was getting burger king for isla uh -huh. and i was coming back I saw this guy, not like greasy hair, uh -huh. stained t-shirt, tucked into basketball pants that weren't really basketball pants or the kind that you'd get on sale at Marshalls, uh -huh. um, not brand sneakers, maybe 45, uh -huh. walking out of Burger King, fat, overweight, uh -huh. not an attractive man in the slightest. And he, was, and he went and he had to go wait for the bus. And I thought, I can't imagine... And I mean this respectfully to anyone that has, is living this life. I can't imagine how different my life is from the guy who has to take the bus to go eat lunch at Burger King. Mm -hmm. Like the guy that doesn't even live near, near a Burger King right. and has to take a bus out to go get lunch at Burger King. Mm -hmm. And when I see that guy, that's who I picture is leaving a shitty comment. Mm -hmm. And I go, I get it. And by the way, you're allowed to. Yeah. You're allowed to. If I'm sitting there fucking uh getting on a private jet or tr right. trying to entertain people putting myself into a classic car and mm -hmm. driving around the hills and you see that yeah. and you're like dude fuck that guy fuck that, fuck that guy. guy you see me like <laughs> standing in front of a, 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 a theater of people mm -hmm. or i'm getting ready to do a movie or i'm, I'm like surfing with my daughter and right. you see that and that there are people the people i want the people that come to the shows that mm -hmm. we do it fully loaded 
I really think, and I and I I know that a lot of them because mm-hmm. I you know I communicate with the fans. I hang out with the fans. I drink with the fans. Yeah, they're people that just want to live awesome lives too. Yeah, they want it. They you see, mm-hmm. they see you surfing with your daughter in Hawaii, and they go, oh shit, I want to. Yeah, I want to learn how to surf with my kids. Mm-hmm. Let me put aside a little loot and fucking let's yeah. do that, guys. Let's go to Turtle Bay. Let's do one week. Yeah, let's do Turtle Bay. Let's let's really treat ourselves. Mm-hmm. But for every one of those who goes, oh, this is so cool. I want to do that with my kid. Mm-hmm. There's the guy that's like, "Fuck you!" I'll because ne- he knows he'll never that, go to Hawaii, yeah. right? So you gotta. I don't. I don't mean to exonerate them entirely because it's not. But you see where it comes from. In, yeah, this world's not regards. fair. It's a crazy. There's a little girl who lost place? her dad two days ago. I'm sure. Yeah. Right. There's a. There's a. A. It's a kid getting. It's like David Dell said, "The Lord has a plan." Oh, does he? What about the boy getting fist fucked at a camp right oh, now? Oh God! <laughs> yeah, there's a butterfly <laughs> landing on a kid's head. But what about that kid? Like it's, yeah. it is, it, the world's unfair, right? Legit unfair. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the. I don't know. Was a poetic. You told life. me that you were not in touch with your feelings sober. I don't think that's true. <laughs> yeah, You're that, feeling yeah. things. I do feel things. I think I feel. I used to have. I used to have a, an intense access to sadness. Uh-huh. Like I could see sadness and in, in i could see hopelessness sometimes uh-huh. and i don't i don't know why uh-huh. it's i don't know if it's like just i would be i could find empathy for people right but not now no i no it, just, it comes in waves you don't feel it as it, to the same degree as then no it comes in waves like yeah. I, I have a, i'm a really weird person fortune <laughs> like I, like i dream very intensely but, really but, yeah but in waves huh. not all the time i can't but remember waves. my dreams Are you being serious yes seriously i'll wake up i have a friend that's like do you have any dream every now and then will ask me i'm like i don't know i cannot remember i had a dream last night that miss pat was trying to get me to say the n-word what yeah, that's a very show, bizarre on her, dream on her show uh-huh. she's like i need a white guy to come in and say dot 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 uh-huh. this is in my dream i'm hearing the n-word and i go pat i'm not yeah, doing no. that she was like you're acting i go yeah but pat mm-hmm. i go in today's culture she was like she was like do it please do it no one will do it and i'm like such a weird dream yeah it was have a you weird talked dream. to miss pat lately i've been talking to her a lot lately oh really <laughs> yeah i've been talking to pat a lot lately on she's the phone so, she's so funny <laughs> she's killing it yeah She's really killing it. Yeah, for real. It's cool to see a lot of comics. So, as the most successful comic in this business, what's your what's like what's what's your one show that you want to do all the time? What's the uh, okay one? This right question. At what point in your career were you the happiest? Hmm. Gosh. Uh, I think. Uh, you can say life because you can say life also. Yeah, I mean, I think the the most meaningful times me touring i'll i'll go a stand-up right now uh was after you know we were all sitting at home for yeah. a year however long and then i had my sweet and salty special came out the world shut down and then people kind of discovered it during that whole lockdown Great timing yeah and then it's I, almost like you planned the pandemic <laughs> <laughs> i didn't do it guys and but how I, did you not come out with a bat soup ice cream I don't know. <laughs> I missed the mark. But I was doing clubs before that special, and I wasn't sure like what stand up would look like if people were done with live performance. Like, are we gonna get back to doing what we do? And then I my th- theater, my first theater tour started uh, July of last summer, and the the these shows were like nothing i'd ever experienced and i was selling better than i ever had and i was 
Making great money. It was yeah, it was like a whole different ball game. Married. And married and feeling at peace. Uh that feeling was just like I remember looking out to the audience being like, I can't believe it. This is what I hoped for and worked hard for, and here it is right in front of me. And I think that that was like really one of those pinch me moments of like Did you this did is you, cool. Did you ever get imposter syndrome? I mean, you know, there it's so hard to like not compare yourself to other people or who do you compare yourself to i wouldn't like, i don't even know i mean you see like co comics you come up with and and what are they they're doing I, I gotta do more ads i gotta do more videos i gotta do more you know it's more of that than it is like i don't begrudge anyone any success i think it's amazing yeah but it's more of like oh i should be doing more i think i think i don't I, mean, I think everyone probably compares me and Tom, but Tom's, really? Tom's so far ahead of me that I. We all I, are very, y'all are very similar different. but very different. Well, I, he's he's. I mean, I, I think people may people may think we're at the same place in our careers, but we're genuinely not. Mm -hmm. Like he is, he he is so far beyond me on so many levels, especially with touring. Mm -hmm. And he'll even he'll say he's not as a, as like uh, to be humble, but mm -hmm. can very. Honestly, like, and I, I say, like, if one of us is going to do Madison Square Garden, it's going to be him first. If yeah. it's going, one of us is doing the forum, it's going to be him first. Yeah. Like, he just is, he's really, um, he's, and he doesn't need to promote really at all. Yeah. Like, he just doesn't, he doesn't need to. That's the tickets nice. sell themselves. Yeah. <laughs> I've always needed to promote. I've always right. needed to, I've, I've always, but I don't mind it. It's also something yeah, you're I really also good enjoy. at the promotion. But I, but I don't. I definitely don't compare myself to Tom. I, mm -hmm. I actually made a, a rule one time that I wasn't allowed to. Oh yeah, because it would fuck up our. Wait, friendship. I was about to say you guys are such good friends yeah. that that I could, would suck. Well, you can do. I you can do the thing called Google Trends, uh -huh. where you can check who where people are finding you on the internet. Right. And I've actually never. I've done. I did it back when I discovered Google Trends. Yeah. But I never put your never names. put me and Tom in together. Yeah, that's good though. But the Never. best part is, is that you both are doing super well. You know what I mean? It'd be yeah. one thing if like he was at this well, he, level. He was, he was and, at one point. And you're not. No, he was at one point. Yeah. That's the, the, the beauty of our friendship is that he definitely was. Mm -hmm. And at one point I was doing nothing at stand up. Mm -hmm. And I still, I still, we, we still were fine with yeah. that. Like I, the, I was fine with it. Uh -huh. I had to accept it because yeah. it's, it's just a part. Of you know everyone does everyone yeah. you know you're gonna have people that are just doing things at a different level than you at times. Mm -hmm. I get inspiration from people as opposed to comparing myself. I draw like I get a lot of inspiration from Joe Coy. Yeah, like I think he works jo so hard. Uh, he he works so hard and he's so he's his promos are so fucking yeah. slick. Like they just make me. But he's he's always been hustling. Even like in our Chelsea Lately days, oh. he would be like doing clubs and being like, "You got to do this and this and this and this." And I'm like, "What?" You know, I was yeah. like very green. And he's well, he I mean, he was selling. I want to say he was selling like sneakers. Bef like he just is a hustler. <laughs> yeah, I did a show with him at like uh, I want to say like the Ice House or something, and he had a whole like giant merch table and a, yeah. a DJ on stage. We're talking about the Ice House and. Pasadena. He had this. It was like a the whole thing was like he invested in himself. Yeah. And his show and his fans. You know, it was like two hundred people, and they were eating it up. And it and they came with him through this whole journey. And now he's you know arenas. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Who he, was that group of 
Chelsea lately, people? Who who do you if you were to say the the the, the Chelsea because mm-hmm. like the Chelsea that group was a a group of bangers. I mean, well, we were on the writing staff. Uh, a lot of us were on, not Joe, but uh, he was always on the round table. Yeah. So the writing staff people, we saw each other all day, every day. You, Frangiola. Uh, Frangiola, uh, Sarah Colonna, Josh Wolf, Heather, was Heather, Heather McDonald, yeah. Jen. Um, Jen Kirkman. Um, Christina, so, Christina Bajinski was on it for a she second. She was, but we missed each other. Oh, really? We were not there at the same time. Yeah. I was there. I was on the writing staff three years really yeah and the show was like seven years maybe wow um and then uh but i did the round table the last year just not i didn't write oh really i left to go act go to, to go do acting and so then you came back the last year of chelsea to do the round table yeah i left in like january of that last year and i think the whole show wrapped in maybe august so that last like nine months or whatever it was I came to just do roundtable. Was Josh Wolf roundtable or writer? He was writer for a while, but he also did that too. The last year, really? left writing and did roundtable. That was a guy I always wanted to do Chelsea. You know, it's so it's so crazy it. that you never did that because it would be that would have been perfect for you. But I got told no uh, before I was a writer. I tried. I was trying to get on the panel, oh, but it's, and I it's, was told I was too laid back. Really? Yeah, and so I only got in because I got hired as a writer. What was, uh, yeah, no, I, I went to our, my daughter, oldest daughter, Georgia, 18 years ago. Jesus, almost 18 years ago, mm-hmm. probably. No, that probably 16 years ago. Yeah. 15. Um, was in preschool with one of the showrunners, one of the executive oh, okay. producers' yeah. daughters. And he was like, and you know, was, now in hindsight, you realize everyone in Hollywood, no one somebody. likes confrontation. And uh-huh. so he's like, you, know, you should do Chelsea. And I yeah. was like, I'd love to. Yeah. He was like, oh, yeah, you should do it. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, great. And he's like, have your people reach out. Yeah. And then they did. And they're like, it's an absolute no. Oh, no. I was like, really? And But I think, yeah. I don't, look, I wasn't anyone. It's like, why would you put, why would you take a chance on someone you've never seen? Yeah. You know? I, mean, it, I don't blame it. I don't blame yeah. Chelsea for it. I, I, I don't blame anyone at the mm-hmm. staff. It's just, it's hard not to when it happens. Mm-hmm. It's like, I felt that way about Comedy Central. Yeah. If you told me, if you told me. If you told me that that when I was trying to get a Comedy Central Presents, mm-hmm. that one day I would, I guess I'm probably bigger than Comedy Central is now. <laughs> I, mean, I don't I think Comedy so. Central is a thing anymore. I don't. I don't know. I don't think so. I would be if you told me, you know, don't worry, Comedy Central is not going to be a thing. Yeah, in 10 you'd be years. shocked because I'd be was... like, hold on. Uh-huh. They were the Izod of comedy. They yeah. were the Mercedes. Yeah. That's where what? everybody wanted to, you know, be and do shows. And... I watched them fuck up. Oh, really? Yeah. You saw it? I saw it. They just didn't have a. They didn't have an eye mm-hmm. on what was happening to the business. Yeah. Well, like the business were... shifted a, a lot. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a weird place that we're all still navigating. It, the business did shift. Think about how many shifts. How many? You've been doing stand up what twenty years? Uh, fifteen. No. Yeah. Yeah. Started two thousand. Started Groundlings 2005, uh, Stand Up 2007. Really? Mm-hmm. What, what's that? Is that 15? I'm not no, good so, at math. No, so you, missed, so you missed the whole development deal phase. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I was in the development deal phase. Really? Oh, yeah. That was... That seemed like a lot... That was a thing. Like, if you were a comic, yeah, you were... The end-all, be-all was getting your own development deal. Such, such a misuse of funds. Really? 
because they just gave you money to develop for them, but then didn't put, a lot of times didn't put it on the air. Well, they had holding deals too. Oh yeah. So it's almost like it's almost like the stock market. It's almost like the stock market or maybe real estate mm-hmm. is like you would get a development deal and bay or holding deal. Hold, I mean, mm-hmm. I remember John Bush had a holding deal and it was like a hundred thousand dollars to not work with anyone. <laughs> That's so weird. And it, yeah, it, that seems so weird now because we all do stuff all over the place yeah and back in the day you couldn't do anything with mm-hmm. anyone if you were in a holding deal yeah holding deal meant abc was gonna you couldn't work with anyone you only could audition for abc shows right they, they they may need you right so they would just throw <laughs> money at you not to work with anyone yeah no one I, threw money at me back then i had a development deal with <laughs> i had a development deal with will smith's company mm-hmm. then with fox and then with cbs oh wow yeah i th- i no i think like I don't I don't remember really. Mm-hmm. But like uh I remember getting a development deal at CBS and and realizing like they didn't need I remember thinking this, they didn't need to give this to me. Right. They had just said, Hey, we, <laughs> we wanna, might we, put you we in might want to work with you. Will you not work with anyone? I was like, I won't work with anybody. <laughs> yeah, I'm all yours, baby. <laughs> you don't need to give yeah. me a dime. <laughs> just the promise of a baby. <laughs> I mean, back then we were all desperate. We're just like, whatever you want. I mean, it was such. <laughs> I'm glad was, you got paid. <laughs> it was such a fucked up business model at the time. Yeah. That you watch it go, and then you, and then, and that's what's. I think that's what the future is. Is you start just find the fucked up business models uh-huh. and go. And that's ca- go, and that's going it. away. That's going away. <laughs> I remember. Can I tell you? Can I tell you? I was in. I was in Richmond, Virginia, and I was doing a, a radio show, mm-hmm. and the guy was doing Sherry Berry's, Sherry's Berry's ads. Oh, I, man. I remember Sherry's Berry's. I, Sherry's Berry's are fucking awesome. Yeah. To this day. Chocolate-covered strawberries, baby. Sherry's Berry's. Hit me up Valentine's Day and Mother's Day. Yeah, give birth I will some, fucking... They, give birth I, Sherry's Berry's would show up to our house, and they'd be gone before I could get there. The girls would fuck them yeah. up. Yeah. Sherry's Berry's is legit. And the strawberries were always fresh, perfectly ripe. Yeah, per- like when you know when strawberries taste like candy, uh-huh. and you're like, when fruit tastes like candy. Yeah, that's what it must have been like to live in the. I 20s. only want fruit dipped in chocolate. <laughs> I, I've had a major sweet tooth lately. Yeah, and so and so I remember we were doing Sherry's Berries ads. My 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 numbers are off, so I apologize to Sherry's Berries or to the ad salespeople <laughs> that upset. are listening. <laughs> but I remember the guy did a Sherry's Berries ad, and I went, oh, so funny. I did the exact same. Yeah. Sherry's, I think I might have ad libbed into his Sherry's Berries read because it was so verbatim to mine uh-huh. that I went, "It's great for Mother's Day," and he was like, "It is great for Mother's Day." <laughs> and we got done, and he was like, "Hey, you really like Sherry's Berries?" I said, "Oh, they sponsored my podcast," uh-huh. and he was like, "Oh, really?" And he was like, "He was like, yeah." I was like, "Yeah," and he was like, uh, "How much you get in a read?" Uh-huh. And I went, I, "By the way, I'm sorry to Sherry's Berries if this is an off number. I think at the time I was getting like." Twenty five hundred dollars a read, okay. Or maybe maybe five thousand because yeah. it's because it's Sherry's Berries and yeah, and and they don't they only would sponsor like twice a year, okay. So they went all in twice a year, twice a year that you get yeah. five thousand dollars. You you do maybe like uh, maybe do like three three reads, mm-hmm. two reads before two and then two reads. So maybe they they dropped maybe twenty grand on you for the year, okay. But you they get you Mother's Day and Valentine's big Day. holidays, big yeah. holidays. I said like five grand five grand to read and he goes wait hold on five grand to read uh-huh. and i said yeah like i i only do four reads a year so mm-hmm. it's not like they're every week but right you know when they show up they've always been really you know really kind to us yeah 
And he goes, you're lying. And I went, no, no, no. It's, I, I uh-huh. don't think it's five grand. I go, might, maybe it's 4,500. Uh-huh. Maybe I don't, it might be more. And the guy goes, I go, why, what do you get? And he goes, well, I, I don't want to tell you. And I said, is <laughs> no. it, I go, is it that much more? And he goes, I make 50 bucks a read. No. I went, you make 50 bucks a read? And he goes, yeah, but I read them. Like I do like four reads. Oh no, like And a I was week. like, wait, you make like a, like a hundred bucks on Sherry's Berries reads? He goes, I have bucks? to pay for my own strawberries. Yeah. And, he, and I said, I said, have you ever had a Sherry's Berries? He's like, no, I've never even fucking tasted them. Uh-huh. And I was like, wait, I was like, wait, how can you get pay, being paid so little? Uh-huh. And as I said that, a boss walked in, Uh-oh. opened the door, stuck his head, and he goes, hey, I'm going to lunch. If you need me, I'm going to go to lunch. I'm doing a long lunch. Uh, I'll be, I might be back around four, and if I, if I don't come back, I'm just going to go home. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I was like, and immediately I made sense. The business model mm-hmm. of that Richmond radio station yeah. no longer made sense. Right. They had formed a business when... It did make sense when the only way to talk to people, communicate people, was radio. Radio, yeah. And you needed a satellite in Richmond yeah. because the satellites, the technology hadn't caught up for for DC to reach Richmond. Yeah, maybe. and you couldn't do it from home. Then. Yeah, and yeah. so and so and so then you so they built this building when that made sense, and mm-hmm. they they thought you never know, we'll grow. Let's yeah. make it extra big. And now you're walking around, and you're seeing empty cubicle after empty cubicle yeah. cubicle. And then, but you're saying they still have to pay this rent, right? To clear, I'm sure Clear Channel owns the space. Mm-hmm. They still have to pay that rent. They still have to pay. Right. There's still a lot of people working in here. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of looked at the business model and I went, "Though this is a failing business model, mm-hmm. like the business model." And I remember thinking, and at the time I didn't have Halston, and I was like, "My business model makes total sense. Yeah, it's me, right? Yeah, it's just me." And I, and by the way, we're getting. I'm getting more listeners in this Richmond radio station. Mm-hmm. I'm getting way more listeners in Richmond. Mm-hmm. Like no one's coming to my show going, yo, we heard you on. And by the way, just for the record, this isn't my buddy Sludge, okay? <laughs> but like, I no one knows who that is, but Brian does. <laughs> but like, this is, I go, I'm getting way more. No one's coming to my shows going like, I heard you on mm-hmm. X Factor. Right. They're like, oh, I love the Burtcast. I heard mm-hmm. you on Rogan. Yeah. And I was like, oh. So I think that's the future of this business is oh, fi- yeah. find the failing business models and insert yourself in there with a mm-hmm. with a with a better business plan. Yeah, I think. I, th- I mean, that seems to be the the thing is that I mean, like you mentioned, Tom, like his, the podcast. You know, it's Dude. like he doesn't need a network or anybody. You just go straight to your fans that listen to you every week. Yeah, I mean, well, Tom, Tom and Joe. I don't think there's very many like Tom and Joe. Do they do it on a very different level? Yeah. Um, it's like a, a whole network of themselves. Well, they so and and no slight on any of the podcast networks. And by the way, there's networks that are killing it. Yeah, there's networks that are legit killing it. Mm-hmm. Um, a ton, a ton. Yeah. Um, but then there's a there's an actual sizable amount that are doing this business very wrong. Mm-hmm. They're stealing from the client. They're they, they're yeah. doing the bit radio model back right. on podcasting. I don't want to get too in the weeds on this. I don't want yeah. to talk negative. But like I was talking positive about Tom and Joe is mm-hmm. they're just investing in themselves and yeah. doing cool shit they want to do. Mm-hmm. And they're making cool product and making cool content. And it's like as a as a consumer, that why wouldn't I go to Joe? I listen yeah. to Joe. I, I mean, I, I'll be very candid. I listen to Joe every episode practically. Mm-hmm. Like I I love 
I, I, I love Joe, mm-hmm. but I love his podcast. Yeah. You ever listen to Joe's podcast? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I listen to all the, I try to listen to a lot of comics podcasts because I like to, you know, see what people are doing. And- who are your favorite podcasts? Who are your favorite comics on podcasts? Like when you see a comic on a podcast, who do you get excited for? Um, gosh. I always enjoy Nikki Glazer. She's always fun, yeah. you know. Yeah, she's great. Very she's candid. A, she's a mile a minute too. I know. Well, she's always got an opinion on stuff, yeah. and she's very, very honest. Yeah, very delightful to listen to. Um, I'm trying to. Tim think. Dillon's the shit. I mean, he's very entertaining. Tim Dillon. I can. By the way, if he's, I listen to his ads. That's how good he is. Oh my god. Well, he's just saying wild shit. And- wild shit. <laughs> wild but, shit. You know, it's funny it's the best yeah he, he's in my opinion chrissy d's always funny dude right i mean yeah there's so many funny people it's funny because you know those personalities if you did mm-hmm. old school radio they would have just been like drop <laughs> drop it get him out of yeah, here right, he's right. not cool <laughs> i mean good radio stations would have had them on yeah. but like the majority of shit radios that i used to have to do back in the day mm-hmm. you dodged radio probably didn't you i had to do it in the early days really? of, of touring yeah because i had a weird trajectory where i i started stand up in 2007 and was headlining by 2010 i never opened never featured uh, because I did last night standing. Oh, that's right. So it just like I I had to suddenly figure out how to freaking headline a club, and then they throw you in the radio. And what what do you do? You have any bad radio stories? And I have a <sighs> ton. I don't have. I don't. I never had like a crazy thing happen. I was probably boring, if anything. <laughs> like <laughs> I don't know because it was early, and I'm like half asleep. <laughs> I know they want you back in the day. They just wanted you to come on and do bits and be yeah. like on. And I was more just like, "Hey guys, oh, you know." You would have hated me. I came. You came six prepared, pack, right? Six pack of Heineken, <laughs> cup of coffee, cigar. Let's. Yeah. What do you guys want? Shirts coming off? Yeah. Let's do it. I got a speedo on underneath. Like, but that's how you sold tickets back then. That's how you did. You know. I though. I mean, the, sure the thing something. is, I would I would sell tickets. I would sell tickets in certain markets, mm-hmm. but in other markets, like I had bad markets. Like Sacramento was a bad market for yeah. me. They actually told the club owner, "This guy <laughs> shouldn't be doing comedy." No, <laughs> I'm sure I left those radio shows, and they're you know I probably sold five tickets. <laughs> I mean, it would be it great if we rough. could go back and listen to old radio clips of ourselves. My yeah. voice is so much higher. Is I'm like it? this. I'm like this. Hey guys. Hi. Hey everybody. It's Bert Kreischer. You should come to my show this weekend. (laughs) But I I didn't do it. I think I I was on the tail end of it. It was starting to sort of be What was the first club you headlined? Hmm. I feel like Comedy Works was early on Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, that's right. The the suburbs one. The south. But it's still. But I mean, they were one of the first early clubs to put me me in. One Uh, of the first clubs I ever did a one-nighter in was comedy works mm-hmm. like i'd never done a one-nighter yeah i'd done maybe i had done i'd done no i don't think i'd, I'd done weekends but no yeah. one had ever brought me in for a night yeah and comedy works uh they, uh brought me in for um for a sunday night mm-hmm. 
It was my it was one of the best weeks I ever had of comedy because yeah. I sold out Sunday and then I sold out Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah, baby. Yeah, like two shows each night. And I yeah. was back when I was hungry. I was like, yeah. two shows, bring them. <laughs> now I get two shows and I'm like, for real. Like, I'm so tired. For real. <laughs> they want me to talk again. I got to rip my shirt. I got to put my shirt back on and take it off again. <laughs> but I, uh, the comedy zone in Charlotte was always good to me because I'm from. Oh, I did that club. Uh, outside of Charlotte. That's a great club. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Hefron was very. It's like one road in yeah right yeah, one so, road in and uh -huh. one road out yeah so they were really good to helping me grow too um but yeah it was a it was weird i just had to freaking figure out how to be a headliner that's great did you have dick features come in and try to blow you off stage I you were asking me if i got dick on the road <laughs> <laughs> i was like well bert did you so much dick on did the you, road wait, did you ever have like a one night stand on the road um no i don't think i Ever i would hook up no i didn't hook up not Nothing. on the road mine i had those in other parts of life but but not on the road not on the road it was no. just work i never had a hook i think up on i the road. kissed somebody once but yeah i was like i was in work mode i was very much like i was always in work mode yeah i was like get me back to the hotel like i partied i partied yeah. And by a party at the club, I never went out to bars. Yeah. I take that back. I People to wanted to hang out and like go to gay bars and stuff, but I don't, yeah, I don't think I was like, nobody was trying to get in my pants. <laughs> I was the person that was like, can I get some chicken wings to go? I got to go uh, catch up on some, some TV. I uh, was, I was the person who was like, can I get a six pack of Heineken to take back to my room? <laughs> I have some thoughts. I you would go drink alone you're like i gotta go oh, drink alone every night really at my favorite my favorite was east coast shows mm -hmm. on a sunday yeah that started like seven you had like a seven o'clock show mm -hmm. you did one show i mean I'm not, and i don't mean i don't mean i won't i would never look forward to this mm -hmm. but i can look back kindly on these times of when i really genuinely wasn't selling tickets yeah and I was busting my ass. I was doing really good shows. I was a really good comic. Not maybe as not as good as I am now, but like I was a yeah. legit competent comic. Yeah. Learning a lot. Right. And 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 taking big chances on stage. Uh -huh. Not caring a ton of what people thought. Yeah. But those not selling tickets. When you think you're selling tickets, but you're not. And I remember mm -hmm. Doc in Dayton told me. I was like sold out. He was like, it's not sold out. And I was like, well, because oh, they comped, comped a bunch of tickets. Well, that and he was like, he was like, I let me show you something. Uh -huh. And he brought me into the room and he goes, Do you see all these people? I said, Yeah. And he goes, see how they're all facing the stage? And I said, Yeah, it's sold out. And he goes, when it's sold out, there's also people not facing the stage. And I went, uh -huh. What? He was like, There's four seats. There, these are all four tops. We just don't oh, have the chairs interesting. out. And I went, Oh. Yeah. And he was like, Yeah, there's it's half full. They just and make comp the room. The room. Yeah, they we just make, make it look room. full so you yeah. feel good about yourself. Yeah, I remember that in the early the early days. I'd be like, This room, they're full, baby. And then yeah. I'd get my check at the end of the weekend. I was like, Oh, <laughs> I did not. That was the yeah. that was the worst game you check. Going, That's not what I thought it would be. I was like, I thought I was dipping into the bonus. They're like, No, no, no. <laughs> then they show you your numbers, you'd be like, Oh wow, one fifteen? I, like, I was like, but these rooms were really packed. They're like, yeah, bitch, we have an email list. <laughs> the, but those those days were like were very I was young, mm -hmm. I was super hungry, my daughters were babies. Yeah. I was excited to get home. I would come home on a Sunday night after a few drinks at the club. Yeah. And I would bring a I would bring a, a six pack and maybe like the late game was just wrapping up. Oh yeah. 
and I would uh, I would pa- I would organize my suitcase. <laughs> oh, it's like the greatest. It was the greatest. Like it was. It's, I miss. I don't miss, and because I, I don't want to go back to it. Right. But like I really those that time of my life when Some the girls the were young. Simplicity s- of it. Sim- simplicity of like, or or better yet, uh, flying through Dallas. This is when I was mm-hmm. airline loyal, and I used to. Mm-hmm. I legit cared about american airlines uh-huh. like they were my ride or die i didn't realize they did not give a <laughs> fuck about me about i got you. chastised on the phone by a woman from american <laughs> airlines who worked for their fucking their uh i won't say the thing but their well fuck it the concierge club uh-huh. that was the concierge key it's, yeah it's what tom pomp was looking i know for he's life. trying to get it so hard this woman called me from the concierge uh concierge key called me and chastised me oh as an adult and i went for something you had done uh because i mentioned concierge key oh you're not allowed to mention it i guess not then and Uh she chastised me oh and then said i'll give you a concierge key but you need to understand something your little comedy sketches oh you need to (laughs) you need to not talk about concierge key and and Keep, do not mention American Airlines in your little comedy Whoa. Thing. And I went, and that, what was so funny is I, I needed concierge at the time. Uh-huh. So it was like, I was, I was my, that was my thing. Yeah. And so I, I just, I You're swallowed like, my pride. Sorry, ma'am. <laughs> the second I could, I left them for. For like, a private plane. <laughs> I was like, I was like, the second I could, well, the second I started, second I got a tour bus, I was like. Yeah. I was like, oh, I'm not, I don't. I'm just going to fly whatever gets me home fastest. Right, yeah. I don't give a shit. I'm going to buy first class on anything. Yeah. I don't really give a fuck about. Well, coming up is when you want, try, you're trying to get upgraded because you're not going to pay all that money for the yeah. fancy seat. So it's really important on your way up because you're like, oh, my God, getting upgraded was like the greatest feeling in the world. Getting upgraded was the greatest. And I, and the, I, I was getting upgraded when like American was like that was like a it was possible to upgrade. I don't think mm-hmm. you can even get upgraded anymore. I don't even know don't if that's a know. thing. It's all changed. I mean, back then, back when I was first started flying, eighteen years ago, with American, I I flew. I committed to American Airlines on Georgia when Georgia was born. Yeah, I got it. I got that's when I signed up for my uh-huh. my thing. And like, I I'm a rider die, baby. I committed to American Airlines, and then you got chastised. But... My dad, my dad told me you need to pick one. Mm-hmm. What's it gonna? Yeah, be? that was the advice back in the day for sure. Was yeah. I, I got told that too. Pick uh, your airline. I picked American. Segura picked Delta. Because Delta was like nicer planes, but it was always more expensive, and I couldn't afford that across the board. The upgrade <clears throat> process on Delta was more complicated. Uh-huh. So Delta's upgrade process was based on the class ticket you got and uh-huh. your status. Oh, okay. So they have A, B, C, D, and so like you could get, you could buy a cheap ticket. Mm-hmm. So with Delta's business model was uh if you and i, and I apologize to anyone delta was like that's not at all what it was <laughs> but but from my experience checkers here. you you had to buy you had to buy a an upgradable ticket like a, oh, like a, really? like a, like a, an s class ticket and so those huh. were like four hundred dollars for for coach oh, wow versus like a yeah. 79 coach round trip but those were never going to be upgraded. Gotcha. I one time this is why well, this is why I stopped flying Delta for a very long period. Mm-hmm. I bought a first class ticket and they downgraded me to coach. <laughs> oh god! And I was like, "What the fuck is this?" Yeah. And they're like, "You didn't buy an A class ticket." And I oh. went, "I bought a first class. T- I don't know what the fuck class." Yeah. I, I bought a first class ticket and they go, "No, it was an S class ticket." Yeah. It was a it you so we we have to move you back to coach. Oh weird. And I was like, "What the fuck?" And so I was like, "Well, yeah, I'll like- never." 
I'll just quit flying Delta because I was like, I'm not going to do that. I'll fly yeah. when I got to go to Atlanta yeah. with the girls. Atlanta or Detroit. Yeah, but American flew Miami. Mm-hmm. It flew da- and it, Dallas was their hub. Yeah, and there was a lot more. There was a lot more direct flights, so it made sense. And I remember getting. I got to give a shout out to the American a little bit. I remember getting concierge. Don't you talk about that? That woman. That woman. I wish someone. <laughs> Maybe that's why Tom hasn't gotten it. He keeps begging for it. Ugh. But what was your shout out? No, no, no. They when they gave me concierge, I didn't even know what it was. It wasn't oh. even a thing. It was like right when they started the program. Someone just gave it. They just were like reached right. out to me and they're like, "Your concierge key." I don't even know what the fuck that is. Uh, and you, you must have been flying quite a bit. I was flying. Well, I was flying for Travel Channel. All right. So and those so big and so that was the flights. yeah, and yeah. it was always first class. So I was already flying first class yeah. on travel, and then they were booking. And I forced travel to fly me American, and I was such a ride or die. I forced them to buy the American ticket, not mm. American co-shares oh gotcha, like i yeah. said buy the i want the american 777 to england yeah. i don't want to fly the british airways co-share i yeah. want i want american <laughs> i was so i was so committed hardcore. to that i mean i knew so much about that airline yeah i knew the flights i knew so much i cared like they weren't getting i'm still on there a lot can you please tell them to make their food better oh, is their food not good <laughs> no i haven't flown them in so long it's not good at all I haven't flown them in so long because I just it's Delta's got like John and Vinny's and stuff. <laughs> Delta's got good food. Yeah, they got I, like, I won't fly Delta. Yeah. I won't fly Delta. I have flown them. I haven't, but I won't fly them out of yeah. LAX because they're fucking. Their hub is their their terminal. So they redid the whole fucked. terminal. Oh, for real? Yeah, and they have this like amazing new lounge. It's got, it's like state of the art. No. Mm-hmm. All right. I don't know. So I mean, you're. I'm flying you're, someone tonight. You're on private a lot now. No, so. I don't. I don't fly private as much. <laughs> I I don't. I do something a little different. Mm-hmm. I talked about it on Rogan, and but I do a thing called private suite. Oh, and oh so, yeah, that's so right. So I do. I, it's 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 I it's it is expensive, mm-hmm. but it's a good compromise to not spend all the money of to to not yeah. need to not need an airline. To gotcha. be quite honestly, with yeah. You. To like not need to be a club member. To not to, it's a really great compromise because it takes entirely all of the anxiety out of flying. Oh, that's nice. And it's and it's not private. So like I have a yeah. whole, really hard time buying private flights. I know. Uh, well, I've never flown private. You've never flown private? Never ever. Are you serious? Never. 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 Not once. Never been on a private plane. Let's let's go somewhere. Okay, but <laughs> I'll go. It's let's gotta be close. <laughs> <laughs> you're like i mean i've been on like jet suite oh, but that no. doesn't count I don't know what jet, what's jet suite? it's like uh oh i know jet suite yeah yeah they fly to vegas they fly to vegas yeah. and like up north yeah I, that's, yeah that's actually by the way that's actually pretty fucking high end yeah. because i'll say i don't give a fuck like what i want my whole thing isn't the actual plane yeah to be dead honest with you you want the stress of travel to be gone i want this i i, I actually would rat i'm not even joking uh-huh I would way rather fly commercial all the time. Yeah. The planes are bigger. They're nicer. Uh-huh. They're more solid. They don't move around as much. Yeah. Um, the thing I actually don't mind paying for is the um, the airport experience. Oh, like, okay. so I I get anxiety in li- lines. Give me anxiety. Mm-hmm. That Like the idea of Being watching, people, watching people cut lines, getting there, yeah. not knowing how the line's going to be. Like I have to get there two hours before yeah. on any flight. And so... Like we went to what I the last time I took the girls to Colorado, uh, the girls aren't aren't did don't have PSA, TSA pre check. Mm-hmm. No one no one has clear. Oh, no. And everyone 
And so they just got in a line that was legit, not even joke, oh like a God. half a mile long. Yeah. And I started losing it. Oh, I, and yeah, I lost I it that. so bad that they were looking at me and they're like, you need, I, when we got to the gate finally, they're like, you need help, dad. Yeah. And I was like, I was shaking. Oh, wow. I was sweating. Uh -huh. But it's like all that fucks with me. Yeah. I, I, if I can subtract that out of my experience, I don't mind being then on a commercial yeah. flight. So that so for me the private suite it is more expensive, mm -hmm. but no, I mean it just takes it's care. Not, of that. I mean it's not, I mean it's it's not like break the bank expensive. But that's only at LAX. Well, they're expanding. They're going oh. to. This is the kind of traveler I am. I, they're expanding to uh, Miami uh -huh. and um, and to Atlanta. Oh, okay. And Atlanta's a fucking shit show. I know that's a crazy it's airport. The dumbest fucking airport. <laughs> There's a lot of crazy in airports. The now. fucking world. Yeah. They set that airport up back when. Uh, women didn't have the right to vote, I think. I mean, because the, that that airport is so fucked. It is one line into yeah. all the flights. I know. One wild. security. Are you out of your fucking mind? <laughs> that is the dumbest fucking airport. Every time you go there, that my anxiety is through the roof. Yeah. Because the first class line, the TSA line, all the lines are long as shit. Everything <laughs> Every at fucking Atlanta makes me crazy. Yeah. Dallas is really easy peasy. Yeah. Because... There's like, it's almost like everywhere. It's like, there's like a hundred million places to check mm -hmm. in. Chicago can be yeah. very stressful. Uh, uh, fuck London. <laughs> fuck. I mean, fuck anywhere European. I can't like, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a nightmare at all of those places. Yeah. But the second I don't, that's what fucks me up about so, traveling. Yeah. That's why I drink at airports. I, I get that. I ran into you at a bar once at like, I remember that. <laughs> like 7 a.m. <laughs> That was like Indian. Didn't you just work with like a really beautiful dude? Probably. Was it Mateo? No, it wasn't. It was you were you were just on a movie with like a stud. Oh. Because I think he had been at the bar. I don't remember. Probably. And uh, but yeah, I ran into that. I was drinking then. Yeah. I always drank at airports. Yeah. I was like, Bert, what's going on? I was bud? like fucking deep too. Yeah, that's so funny. Oh, I was gonna mention I that video that you posted. This is a this is a shift. Of you dropping Georgia off at college. Uh, oh my God. I felt so bad. I mean, that whole dad thing of sucks. dropping her off at school and you crying broke my heart. It was the it was the worst. Yeah. But it, but it's the worst, but she is having such a great time really? at college. She's oh, having nice. so much fun that I I can't be I, I you can't you know, be ha but you can't be anything but happy even though you miss her right I, I want I'm glad that mm -hmm. she is thriving yeah that she's like enjoying it that's great and you know Isla said that to me Isla's like I can't believe you're upset you should be happy for her dad she's uh -huh. going to college this is a big deal yeah and I was like I know that's not how I see this yeah <laughs> I just see that the house is quiet right her car just sits there uh -huh. like it's just I'm, I'm like but it's it's changed because now Isla and I are spending a lot more time together. Oh, really? Yeah, like a lot. Yesterday we went to, uh, <laughs> yeah, and she's a fucking weirdo. So like, <laughs> she is so fucking funny. Your stories about her are pretty great. She is. She now she's very. She plays everything close to the best. Uh -huh. So like, uh, if she says something funny, I'll grab my phone and she'll be like, "Nope, you missed it. I'm <laughs> oh, not you doing can't. It again. You can't recreate it." She goes, Leanne said, uh, "Isla, when you turn because." 
on her 16th birthday, mm -hmm. she had said she's allowed to curse. Okay. That's what she said. That's the rule. That's her rule. Yeah. Uh -huh. So on her 16th birthday, I did a video and I was like, yo, what's your first curse we're going to be? And she goes, cunt. And and so it goes viral. <laughs> she been holding she that makes in. me pull it down. Oh, she no. makes me pull it down. <laughs> you know, really? Yeah. She goes, pull it down. I'm not yeah. going to be the person they dub over. Oh, like, on like she's, TikTok? Yeah. She's uh -huh. like, I'm not, that's, I'm not that person. Okay. Um. So then, uh, so then last night we're walking around we're in the house and leanne goes isla 17 this year what are you gonna do when you turn 18 isla goes strip clubs baby hell yeah and i pulled out a phone i go isla what did you say and she goes nope nope not happening big guy and just left oh my god yeah she's a interesting we went to rite aid last night uh -huh. and uh exciting uh well i'm not even joking you're more than welcome to it we were talking about my day today, uh -huh. and I said you were coming by. Yeah, and she goes, "Oh!" And she goes by the fucking ice thing, ice cream thing, and bought five things of fucking Ben and Jerry's, Hilarious. five different flavors. I go, "What are you doing?" And she goes, "Well, you never know, Dad. You, you never, never know. know. Fortune wants some ice. Fortune might want some ice cream." <laughs> and that went, is sweet. And she was looking for, she was looking for the one with the uh, caramel in the center. Uh huh. And she goes, "Sweet and salty, Dad." And I was like, yeah. "I was like, no." I go, "That they didn't have it." She's the best. Yeah, she, yeah, no, but she, her and her sister got into the people that they know uh -huh. uh, watching their specials. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. And they're not always appropriate. Yeah. Like they watch Nikki's and I, I had to be, I had to leave the <laughs> You're room. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. It was like, it was like, yeah, you know, when the head of the, someone's cock yeah. is in your mouth. And I'm like, <laughs> Jesus Christ, Nikki, why can't you clean You're it up? Like, it's, like, it's, it's so funny. I, I had to leave the room and Georgia and Island and friends are fucking crying. You're laughing. like, here, watch an ice cream dance yeah. video. <laughs> but, but they go, but they, they it started it started a while back and uh i think it was i can't remember which one they started with mm -hmm. but you saw sweet and salty was in the mix oh because they were like who else do we know because they don't know who they know right, right they're like who else do we know yeah and i go um whitney and they're like yeah. nah i go you know whitney yeah. whitney has horses i go she goes they, she's a comedian yeah oh like just yeah. over the horses yeah they yeah. just know the people funny yeah and so uh so there's like a fucking ton of ben and jerry's in our oh my freezer. god that's so hilarious her and her friends ate 350 dollars worth of candy what one night <laughs> that's a lot that's either a lot of candy or very high-end candy no 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 it was just bullshit candy and Jeez. they ate all of it wow fucked it up watching movies last time i was here and I was talking to you and Leanne. One of them was giving you the teenage sass. Which one was that? Georgia. That was Georgia. Yeah. Did she get out of that yes. now that she's in college? She got out of it. Uh huh. Towards when well, we went to we went to Hawaii together. Yeah. Me and her, but we had gotten out of it before then. We had an uh -huh. incident where she took her car, picked up a bunch of her friends. She wasn't allowed to have friends in the car. Mm -hmm. Picked up a bunch of her friends and they went out driving. And Leanne saw them in the car. She passed by them. I drove past. What them. are the freaking odds in and, LA? Yes, it was on Little Canyon and Riverside. Oh my God! She like Leanne was at... pulling out of the gas station and saw George and her friends dancing in the wow. car. Wow! So Leanne called her and jo and was watching her, uh -huh. watching her. She said, "Georgia." Georgia was like, hey, "Shut the fuck up." <laughs> She's like, "Hey, mom." She goes, uh, "Drop your friends off now uh -huh. and come back home." 
Wow. Georgia goes, there's no one in the car. Oh, no. Leanne's like, Georgia, I'm watching you right now. Yeah. Georgia's like this. And she <laughs> sees Leanne's like, light turns green, drops everyone off, comes in. This is what got us out of it is back when we had the chairs in here. Mm-hmm. I just on a podcast, Leanne comes in fucking livid. Yeah. And Georgia comes in. She was supposed to go to a party that night. Yeah. I have a weird thing about FOMO. So even in those moments, I don't want her to miss out on her on a party. Yeah. That crazy. Even when she's in yeah. trouble. Yeah. Because, because she, she got fucked for so long in, uh-huh. in, in quarantine. And yeah. Retrieved. That I go, that I go, get, get. so she yeah. came in. Leanne goes, obviously you're in trouble. Uh huh. And Georgia's like angry. Mm-hmm. And I said, uh, I, said, I don't know what to do, to be mm-hmm. dead honest with you. I said, how about this? Go to your party tonight. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow, I want you to write a thousand words on why lying to us is bad. And she went, huh? I said, you can go to your party. Go to your party. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 what's, it's your friend's birthday party. Yeah. I'm not going to punish your friend right. for your behavior. You're punishing your friend in that moment. Mm-hmm. I said, go to the party, but tomorrow, when you wake up, I want you to write a thousand words. I go, honestly, Georgia, I think if you write down your mm-hmm. thoughts, they'll mean more to you. Yeah. And her eyes got wide, and they filled with tears, and she started sobbing, crying. Oh. And she said, uh, "You, I think you understand me. And wow. I was, like, I was like, huh? I was like, not, not yeah. really. I just didn't, I didn't know what the punishment should be. Yeah. I, see, I saw this in A River Runs Through It. It made, <laughs> made sense to that movie. <laughs> A river runs through it. What an odd reverence. <laughs> so I, was, so I, was like, I was like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I understand you. And then she was like, I'm so sorry I've been so mean to you. And I was like, what? Wow. She was like, I'm so sorry I've been so mean to you. And I was like, okay. Uh-huh. And then Leanne's like, huh? Yeah. And then she gave me a hug and then went uh, to her party and then wrote me a, like a very long paper on being dishonest with her parents. And uh-huh. How that it was very insightful, but it was true yeah. that her brain thinks better as a writer. Yeah, it's the same as ours. You know, if yeah. you if you go, you know, tell me how you feel about Leanne. Mm-hmm. If I write it down, I feel a lot more intensely than I would right. if I just talk it. Yeah. And so we got way better, and then we went surfing. And when we went mm-hmm. surfing, we had a we had a really good time, and uh, and that was like a great mm-hmm. daddy daughter trip because there's no like there's no interference. Yeah, we did cool shit. Mm-hmm. We had a great time. I was really lax on rules. Like, yeah. you know, I met, I let her feel like she was one of us. And uh-huh. it was me, Peter, Mans, and my sister. And so, mm-hmm. and then I sent her and my sister by themselves to Hawaii, to Maui for a week. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, and then I was like, I was really cool during, I was really cool about the whole go out and live your life before college, have fun. Right. Well, I love that she was so in touch with her own stuff that she could recognize that she was being mean. Because I feel like when you're a teenager, sometimes like you know you're being angsty, but you don't really know how to put it into words. Well, I think I was like I'll say this on adjacent to what I just said to you off camera, but mm-hmm. I'm so lucky that I have so many women in my life, mm-hmm. so many. Yeah, not just Leanne. Like I have so many. Like I have so many women. I have so many women in my life. My manager's a woman. My mm-hmm. agent's a woman. My, one of my agents is a man, but you know mm-hmm. Heidi is a is a woman. My production manager is a woman. My creative producer is wow. a woman. Yeah. My tour manager is a woman. My my promoter is a woman. I mean, I have so many women in my life. Not not that. And that's not even counting all the female comics, right? That are like you know, I mean, you guys, 
there's a weird like brotherhood sisterhood in right. comedy where it's like yeah we know each other so well mm-hmm. i feel like i'm so lucky to have had so many women to bounce this off off yeah. of like to be like hey i'm, I'm lost right. i'm fucked up so i talked yeah. to you about this mm-hmm. talked to nikki about it yeah Did i ever tell you about the fucking email i sent uh-uh. georgia hardstark no <laughs> do you know georgia hardstark yeah i love georgia fucking but but about your daughter i sent i i was getting ready to go to red rocks right before uh-huh. it was the first time i did red rocks yeah and i was going to red rocks georgia was going to meet me in colorado this yeah. is the, this is right after i had my meltdown in the airport right before oh, i had the meltdown right. in the airport and i sent a very heartfelt message george i don't know what i did to piss you off i'm, I'm just i love you and we're we're butting heads and yeah. i want this to end and i want to do whatever i can to make you happy yeah how about this week we just have a great trip we yeah. don't fight we don't argue uh-huh. we just have a good time it did not turn out that way we did <laughs> okay. not have a good trip but okay. but like but i said you know I just want you to see how great Colorado is mm-hmm. and just I want you to see what the college experience could be like and mm-hmm. I love you more than anything in the world and I hope we can get through this. Yeah. And then I hit send and realized You sent it to Georgia Hardstar? Yes. <laughs> oh my God, that is so funny. It's Georgia had saved herself in my phone as Georgia, my favorite daughter. Hilarious. And I wrote, send it to Georgia, my favorite murder. That is too funny and georgia hard did, she, did georgia write back i feel like she would be funny about that she wrote back she wrote i wrote oh fuck i'm so sorry this is burt kreischer please disregard that text obviously it was meant for my daughter who i saved in my phone as Georgia, my favorite daughter. You are Georgia, my favorite murderer. She went, oh, my God. I'm reading this and was about to cry from how sweet it is. I knew she would say that. And then I was going to tell you that you have the wrong number, but that I also was once a teenage girl who hated her dad. So I was going to tell you, just be patient. Oh. Yeah, Georgia Hardstark's a gangster. She never, I've I've shared that story before. Yeah. It's fucking, I love that she just didn't. She, you know, but I mean, I I wouldn't care if she did. Yeah. But like that that happened. If that had happened to me, uh-huh. if fucking Chris Hardwick had sent us sent a thing and he was uh-huh. like, just so you know. <laughs> and I would have been like, I would have told everyone that fucking story. Hilarious. She's but great. I've sent that. I, by the way, that's not my only text yeah. to Georgia Hardstark. She's I've, like, by the way, you've called, you've texted me like 10 times about your daughter. I've texted her. I've texted her on my old phone. I text her, hey, I'm grabbing, blim- I'm grabbing, uh, I was going to say blimpies. I'm grabbing Subway. What do you want? Hilarious. And she was like, I think you have the wrong number. And I'm like, motherfucker. <laughs> hey, mom's downstairs making dinner. Come downstairs. And, jo- and Georgia Hardstark's like, it's the wrong one. Georgia's like, you need to redo your phone contacts. Georgia Hardstark. Um, Shout out, Georgia. So uh, when's the special up? Is it up right now? It's up right now, it's, yeah. It just got up? Good Fortune on uh, Netflix. Good Fortune. Can I tell you uh, I, what I wanted you to name it? What did you want? I favor the bold. I favor the bold, yeah. I mean, fortune favors the bold. Well, hopefully there. I did get. Well, hopefully there will be other fortune specials. cookies. What other what other fortunes do we have? We have a lot of misfortune. Oh, miss, to, that's it, a great one. Yeah, I oh, could. I had a really hard time naming this one, but it landed on good fortune. It seemed to that's fit. A great, that's a great one because I, I talk a lot about like uh, the the lucky things I have in my life, but that they didn't always go right. And finding the good in in those stories. Wait, pull up the word fortune. But yeah, it came out yesterday. Really? Yeah, I'm excited. Oh. 
And so what have you done? What press have you done to promote it? Um, what have I done? Uh, Kimmel. I did Kimmel and uh, oh, Fortune 500. I'm going to do the Today Fortune show. 500. <laughs> yeah, I know that's a big one. Yeah, Fortune. Uh, yeah, cigarettes. you know, I just want people to watch it because there's so many specials coming out. There's like a special every week coming out on well, Netflix. I think that's that's they've been doing it like that for. A I know because, but they've been doing that for a while. But also there was such a lull with the, you know, pandemic. Now they're making up for lost time, but. So, you know, I'm proud of it. I'm just trying to get people to watch it and hopefully laugh and enjoy it. I, uh, I'll i download it tonight. Yeah, baby. I'll download it tonight, bro. Please. Watch it on that plane. I'll be, be filled with good fortune on a plane as I'm sober. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You talk- think, are, you, are you in the path where you're like, all right, time to get ready for the next special? I mean, right now I'm just focused on writing the next act. But yeah. I'm, but not so to the point where it's ready for like, oh, has this got to be special? Ready? So wait, are you and you're are you not touring right now? Uh, I start back in like three and a half weeks. Okay, so but you... I literally ended it on Sunday night, so this is not a oh break. My God. <laughs> yeah, there's no breaks anymore. There's no breaks. Remember when they'd be like, yeah, I'm taking a year off. And yeah, you're like, like Ali Wong, I think took like a legit year off. Yeah, but she got so famous that she could do that. You know what I mean? I feel like you have to reach a level where you're good for a minute. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not there. Well, so neither of us are Ali I have Wong. to keep pumping stuff out. Ali Wong once told me, and I apologize, Ali. If never mind, I'm not going to share it. <laughs> so I, I got to stop doing that. I yeah. love because those are the most interesting parts of the secrets right, that comics right. tell you. Yeah. And 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 then to share them, I think that's like the, the like, inside scoop. And I I never say anything I don't want people to share. Right. So like, but you know, they're private people. Yeah. But yeah, Allie's a fucking gangster. She's so good. So good. She's been in I've been seeing her at the comedy store and around town doing sets. So she's probably My wife watched her for the first time. Oh yeah? My wife and her best friend Sandy, mm-hmm. who's Asian, uh, and their and our, my trainer, Lacey. Uh-huh. And I think that was it. They went and saw they went to go watch me at the store. Oh yeah. And and uh, and Allie was up, and mm-hmm. Leanne came home and was like, "Allie Wong yeah. is fucking hilarious." You're like, "We know." <laughs> my, my friend Sandy was like, "That is the funniest fucking human being." She's so good. She's yeah. so good. And so yeah, she's. I think I, I was assuming you know gearing back up to tour at some point, but she's also got young kids. So yeah, I, I think it's tough. She's to doing it do smart. That. Yeah. Um. So I'm just. I gotta write my my new act, and I'm gonna take more time though before the next special. I don't want to rush into it. I want to really tour, but not in a way that's so aggressive that it's like I'm killing myself. Yeah, I want to like take my time with this one. Um, but yeah, I I'm and in this special, I talk a lot about my I talk a lot about my wife and getting engaged and get, being married and what that's like. So just I talk a lot about current life yeah and me as an adult whereas sweet and salty was me growing up and figuring out who i was this is definitely me as like the adult version of myself that's fucking great so well, i can't wait to watch it i'm i'm excited for you to watch are it. you still you and tom still doing mm-hmm. netflix radio yeah every morning Monday it's funny no Thursday. one ever asked me to be on it cool. we always want you on no, it anytime <laughs> anytime um uh, and then you got the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. TV yeah, show. that'll be out. I don't know when. It'll be also be on Netflix. And then all of a sudden, your, spe- your special will blow up again. That would be nice. I, well, he's so beloved, especially internationally. Yeah. That, that'll be cool to. Ooh, you can start doing do Austria. <laughs> yeah. I, one of our castmates went with him to Oktoberfest. 
oh, had really? like the time of his life. I bet. I was touring. Otherwise, I would have been like, come on, baby. I'm going to. Oh, I went I to, we went to his house a couple of weeks ago. It was the greatest. For real? So fun. Yeah. He's, yeah, he had this like small event that he was raising money for and invited us to. I mean, it was like one of those things you got to pay a lot Did of money to go Did you see him go, to. fortune? <laughs> fortune. He FaceTimed me to invite me. No way. I, I happened to be on my computer because he doesn't he he doesn't carry a phone. He doesn't need to. He has people in his life that tell him yeah, where he needs oh, to go. Please, please get me and there. And he just, all of a sudden, I'm like, Arnold's FaceTiming me. And fortune. He was just like on his patio and was like, invited me to come to this event at his house and was so lovely to us. And Is he married again? Uh, no, single? he has a girlfriend oh, yeah? that he's been with for a bit. Oh. Yeah, they're so nice. And so, yeah, he like showed us around his house and all this. He has tons of memorabilia. I mean, he's been doing this forever. I held the Conan the Barbarian This is sword. a sword. Yeah. This is a sword. Fortune. <laughs> Fortune. So it's, I, I hope people, when it, I don't know when it comes out, but I hope people like it because it was so fun. I really want to get to do it again. Oh, fuck yeah. We'll come back when that yeah, premieres. I would love we'll to. Do, we'll do another podcast. I'll be an action star, baby. God damn. <laughs> well, it's fun hanging out with the biggest comic in comedy. I enjoyed it. Get him back. This episode was brought to you by the machine.